This is a Vision Australia radio podcast. Hello and welcome to Vision Extra, coming to you from Vision Australia radio. Peter Greco with you and with us is Australian footballer, Brendan Spencer. Brendan, welcome. Great to catch up again. Yeah, it's nice to catch up. It's been a while, hey? It certainly has. Last time we spoke to you was about cricket. Yeah, that was back in 2017, a little while ago. Yeah, well, a lot yeah. uh, a lot hasn't been happening over the last couple of years with the pandemic. So um, now, this was a pretty auspicious occasion for the Australian football team, wasn't it? So the first time an Australian football team had um, sort of uh, played at a this level of competition? Yeah, it was. So uh, it was the Asian Pacific uh, Oceania Championships uh, in Kochi in India. So we were there for 10 days and uh, played the best teams in Asia, yeah. And how did, uh, well, I guess I was going to say, how did we go? In a sense, it's kind of um, not that important given the fact that, uh, you know, we're, we're so new as a country to the sport, particularly at this level. Yeah, so we essentially, uh, I'll just take you, give you a bit of a, history of the blind football there in Australia. So we, back in 2013, uh, commenced the first programs. And from then on, we've been building and building to the point in which we can uh, hold training camps for national teams. And that, when I say national teams, that's the males and the female uh, divisions. So, yeah, essentially, that was our, yeah, that was our first competition uh, internationally. So... Yeah, we've we've definitely, you know, come a long way and, you know, have many plans for the future as well, which, you know, we'll, I'm sure we'll touch on later. But, yeah, it's, it was a big milestone, honestly. It was, um, as you said, you know, we the result didn't, wasn't so important. It gave us, you know, a great opportunity to see what other teams do and how they play and mm. also where we fit in relation to that. So, in other words, the areas we need to improve on and the areas that we do well in. Now, as you mentioned, uh, you know, uh, we haven't played uh, internationally for a while. So you talked about starting uh, 2013, so uh, barely nine years ago. So mm, going from great. zero, and I guess the fact that uh, the pandemic kind of interrupted any progress that we might have made. So in a sense, yeah. um, you know, we're three or four years younger than what it might appear on paper, if that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah, it, it does. And um, in other words, we were essentially, you know, where, where we were in the start of 2020, well, March of 2020 was, yeah, when COVID started. So mm. I remember we were planning on heading over to, um, oh, was it Scotland, was it? Uh, it'll come back, if it comes back to me, I'll let you know. <laughs> no um, but yeah, I know we were planning a trip there. Oh, Switzerland. Yeah, and COVID interrupted that. That was a developmental tournament, but even so, that would have gave, given us great experience. And so, in, in other words, we make the most of every opportunity we have and, you know, we now can look forward to uh, future opportunities and I think make the most of when they come up because I think that's what COVID has taught us is that, <laughs> you know, we, we uh, to really value what we have, you know, we're, we're, we're very fortunate to have it. So That's so true. Brendan, you talked about, uh, you know, pardon the pun, is uh, quite an eye-opener for us as a, as a team. Um, <laughs> Well, what about uh, some of the things that we've learnt? I mean, what sort of things can we, uh, as a country, uh, you know, as, as a team, what sort of things uh, are we going to be working on uh, going forward? Definitely uh, looking at our fitness levels and looking at how to resource that um, and how to build the uh, culture, the high-performance culture within the squad. That's something we significantly lacked, in my opinion. And, yeah, now, now we've become aware of what other teams do and, 
in other words, it's different to watching games on YouTube. You know, when you, <laughs> you feel the vibe and you you uh, you have the opportunity to speak with other coaches personally or, or players, which is what we did a lot of. We networked um, a lot. So, yeah, now we're back. We're really looking at utilising what we have and, and looking at what other pathways there are to help us move forward, either that be so we know the NDIS is here uh, in Australia that's available and it's about now building uh, stronger relationships and partnerships with other organisations. What about the conditions? Uh, I mean, um, in terms of, I guess, both the, the culture and the conditions, uh, the weather, the facilities, how, how was that? Yeah, so definitely that was challenging. Hey, um, I think with any sport, you know, you, you head overseas and you're in, you're in a different environment, different humidity, your body isn't used to it. Yeah, it's definitely a challenge, but um, yeah, we're, we're up for it, and we really got those um, bottles of water uh, <laughs> <laughs> into us. Uh, in other words, more water than we typically would have if we were to, you know, play here in Australia. And yeah, culturally, um, over there, everyone, uh, the Indians are extremely friendly. Um, you know, they're more than happy to help, and definitely have their differences. But, hey, you know, you accept that, and. And appreciate it for what it is. It can, you know, it can be frustrating at times in terms of organisation. I mean, needless to say, like they were exceptionally organised overall. I mean, there were some times where it was a bit more of a challenge, but hey, you know, we accept that and, and adapt. And in the end, they're doing the best for us. So, yeah, and we, part, so part, part of the folklore that will come out of it, so part of the stories is that you know, remembering back to some uh, you know interesting points that uh, that might have taken place. Brendan, what about in terms of uh, Paralympics? Um, because I know that uh, athletes uh, with cerebral palsy have uh, football at Paralympic Games. Do blind do? And I guess, you know, if that's a sport that uh, isn't the Paralympics, I guess Australia's got to qualify, uh, you know, given you know that, that we're a fledgling uh, country in that particular sport. Yeah, so it definitely is a possibility. So we have next year, long story short, the uh, World Championships in Birmingham in August. Yeah, so that's, that's one of our goals uh, we're looking at. Yeah, so in terms of our path to that, yeah, we'd need to qualify for that. But in, in terms of being able to do that, uh, as you said, the uh, CP team, they you know they do have that pathway and, and also so do we. And I think equal opportunity is you know a significant part of what we stand for, um, particularly within the, within the disability scene as well. So, you know, we, we, we do need help to get there. I think it's... We can, in other words, it, the larger the team or the, the more specific the team, actually, uh, the more able we're going to be to have those opportunities. And, and then looking at it from the other hand, point of view, well, uh, if we are there in Birmingham um, without those resources and people behind us, how are we meant to essentially represent Australia the way Australia deserves to be represented, you know? So mm. I think I think we really do need, uh, it's vital for us to have those resources and um, to develop those partnerships and for blind blind football to be more recognised, to become more recognised, which I think it will, you know, as blind football builds and the more competitions we attend, um, you know, it takes time. But, um, yeah, we're definitely getting there. So if the Paralympic Games or representing Australia at the Paralympic Games could be a carrot, I mean, that's uh, kind of Mm. as good as it gets, isn't it, in terms of the motivation? Yeah, definitely. Grab that carrot, I say. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> but Brendan, what, what uh, brought you from uh, from cricket to uh, football? What what uh, sort of swayed it for you? Do you think? Yeah, uh, definitely for me the fitness aspect. Mm-hmm. Football, it's 
very much high performance. Um, when I say high performance, it's the cardiovascular conditioning that's required as well as the strength and conditioning at a high level. For me, I felt that was different to cricket. In my opinion, I felt that, yeah, I mean, the, there isn't as much, you know, running around for us B1s, you know, when I say B1s, so that they're players who are totally blind. So you're saying it, it, it challenges you more to play footy? It, physically. it, it, it does, yeah, definitely. Yeah. definitely. Um, yeah. And what about um, as far as the um, the other players go? I, I noticed that uh, Christine Casey was part of the squad, and, of course, she's also played uh, yeah. blind cricket for Australia. What about some of the other players? You had some young players along too, which is obviously good for the uh, prospect of the sport and the future of the sport. Yeah. Not that I'm calling you old, Brendan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm 27 now, I'm getting old, hey. What, no, what, what I, am I, I, 23 years or 50, hey? <laughs> 23 years, I'll raise the bat. <laughs> uh, we we uh, might go back to cricket after a successful soccer career, but uh, in all seriousness, uh, you know, to have um, – you know, uh, people like Christine and some of your young guys there, it's got to be good for the future. Yeah, it really is, particularly um, for women's football. So that's, we're actually looking at, uh, We actually we held our first training camp, women's training camp in, during late, oh, it was August sometime, I think it was. And yeah, a large turnout and uh, yeah, we're looking at really building that sport. So there's uh, also the women's division in uh, Birmingham next year as well for blind football. Mm. So yeah, we're really looking at getting more women involved, uh, and and Christine is a great representation of that. You know, and I feel that she really, you know, attested to the fact that hey, yes, blind, uh, women can play blind football. You know, yeah. um, which is which goes without saying. It's you know, it's it's um, yeah. completely odd, but to see it in action, I think that's yeah. Even more. Yeah. So. Uh, Brendan, what's involved with us qualifying? Uh, are we automatic yeah. for uh, Birmingham or do we have to qualify to get there? Uh, yeah, so we we're actually very fortunate that we were the only Oceana team. Uh, and so we get an automatic uh, spot in Birmingham. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's kind of good, isn't it? I mean, you know, good that, uh, again, it's an, inc- an incentive for uh, players to uh, you know, put their hats in the ring to try and get selected for that team. Yeah, definitely. And it's a, it's a big opportunity, you know, uh, for us to be up against the world's best. I mean, mm. yeah, well, to put things in comparison, I mean, oh, it would have been, yeah, I'd say four years ago, we played our, played our first tournament in India, not tournament, um, friendly tournament. Mm. Uh, we played a couple of matches there against India and I never would have dreamed that, that, that wasn't in my dreams, you know, to, or I didn't envisage, in other words, that the Ips of the World Games were a, were a possibility. So, yeah, and and actually, our long term goal is 2032, the Paralympics in Brisbane. So, yeah, you'll still be a young man then, Brendan. I will. 37 by then. Well, that's then you'll be at the peak of your powers. You'll be uh, yeah. you know, ready to uh, <laughs> really uh, show your wares as far as the uh, the home Paralympic Games go, and um, uh, and also I guess in terms of support from Football Australia, I know uh, mm. you know Cricket Australia, for example, and uh, other sports, the generic uh, able-bodied body, if you like, is very supportive. Has Football Australia been supportive, or is there a bit of work to be done there? Do you think? In my in my opinion, um, they have somewhat been supportive um, in terms of. Yeah, providing, you know, uh, funding for accommodation, for example, uh, on our training camps. But in terms of funding to, you know, travel to tournaments, 
um, and funding for training camps so that we can improve. Um, yeah, there definitely needs, in my opinion, they really need to lift their game in that if they want to be a part of what we want to be a part of. Because, yeah, I mean, we, we deserve as much as everyone else gets. And in my opinion, it, like we, again, the cricketers, uh, blind cricketers, they're fully funded by Cricket Australia. Yeah, yeah, um, that's what's getting at. Yeah, and yeah. yes, cricket's been around a long time, but it, I think it's besides the point. You know, I think it's the fact that we we do have players here who, who want to represent their country and deserve to ha- to be, we all deserve to be um, to be funded. It, it's an honour to represent Australia. It's, it's just mm. not a, you know, it's not a, you know, something in which we 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 ought to head over there and, and not have to pay for. I mean, not and have to pay for because, I mean, what I'm getting at is the fact that we paying for our, our trips and training camps. It, it takes away, in my opinion, of course. The, the the fact that we are representing our country yeah, because there is yeah. that that large um, component of you could say stress involved, you know, yeah. and it actually reduces our ability to perform. So, yeah. and one of our players who I won't name was actually unable to go because of that. So, yeah. and that really isn't fair. Um, you yeah. know, he deserves, this player deserves every opportunity that all of our other players deserve. So, yeah, yeah I really feel like there could, there could definitely be, in other words, a lot of benefit to Blind Sports Australia jumping in or um, other organisations such as ComBank, for example. Well, hopefully they will. Brendan, we'll keep in touch with you on this, but uh, thanks for yeah. giving us a great little insight into uh, the trip to uh, India and uh, we'll keep following the progress of our Australian blind football team. Thank you. And also, yeah, you can find uh, the uh, Bilbies, we're known as the Bilbies, so you can find them on the Facebook page. If you type in the Bilbies and, or Blind Football Australia, you'll find that there. And, and yeah, so we're really excited for the future and, and uh, yeah, many opportunities coming up. We'll keep in touch, Brendan. We will. Thank you. See That's you. A Brendan Spencer there, one of the Bilbies who were just back from a trip to India playing blind football. That is it for the program. If you've missed some of them, maybe you'd like to hear it again. You can search for Vision Extra on the iTunes Store, on Spotify, or your favourite podcast service. Thanks for listening to this Vision Australia radio podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on your preferred podcast platform. Visit varadio.org for more. Vision Australia Radio. Blindness. Low vision. Opportunity.